Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Spencer Packer with 360 Painting of Kennesaw. Welcome, Spencer. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about 360 Painting. How are you serving folks? So we are a a painting business. Uh, We do exterior and interior painting, both for commercial and the residential sectors. We also do uh, fences, decks, uh, garage floors, uh, concrete staining. So anybody, whether they're commercial or residential, they need uh, some some painting work done. Uh, that's where we come in. So now, uh, tell us a little bit about your backstory. You're the franchisee in Kennesaw. Uh, were you always in interested in painting? So I've always been interested in owning and running my own business. Uh, just a little slow to act on it. I actually worked for the government, actually for the CIA, for a number of years out of a graduate school. Um, did that. Was away from the family for a long time and. Uh, uh, returned, did some work for Target as well as the Home Depot. Um, just kind of always had that dream to want to run and own my own business. Uh, finally decided to act on it and really look to the this this type of business. Uh, fell in love with Premium Service Brands, which is the company that owns uh, 360 Painting. Uh, just had a great business model, easy to scale. And uh, but I've 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 always I've done painting. I've done a lot of that in my life. So it looked something I was pretty good at and could feel like I could excel from a customer service uh, perspective. So now walk me through kind of the thought process when you decide, okay, I am want to do something else. I've been working, you know, right. with these large enterprise businesses over the years, and now I want to venture out on my own. Did you ever consider, Hey, why don't I open up my own, you know, shingle? I'm Spencer, the consultant. I can, you know, figure out something to sell somebody. Did you ever want to do something like that? I did. I looked at a number of different franchises. I looked at doing stuff on my own, but really, uh, since I'd never ventured out into the entrepreneurial world, I I felt like it was, you know, probably the smarter thing to do to look at established companies with good reputations that I could uh, follow a proven system. I felt like that was probably more kind of what I would be good at, what was suitable for me at the time. And uh, so did a lot of investigating, looked at a number of different franchises, looked at a number of different businesses, even those I could run myself, but um, just so far really happy with, with uh, 360 painting and, and premium service brands and the, the support that they, uh, that they provide. And uh, just a proven business model, I could go in and provide outstanding customer service and uh, build on that, that, that brand uh, awareness and that, uh, that reputation that they've built for a number of years. Now, how did you kind of narrow it down to them? Like, like you said, there's lots and lots of choices right. when it comes to choosing which. Once you decide to, you know, go down the path of franchise, right. it's not like I, there's only three to pick from. Like there's thousands. That's right, and there were a number of good ones. I felt like with this one, it was one where I could get into. Uh, there weren't a lot of barriers to entry. I felt like I could go in with a professional appearance, a professional presentation, and make an immediate difference since it's a, an industry that's not really heavily regulator dominated at this point by just a few different companies. There are a lot of painters out there, um, some good, some not so good. And so I felt like this was one where I could really make an immediate impact and immediate difference and really start to scale it quite quickly. 
uh, that's really what did it, what would did for me. Now, there were a number of other uh, uh, viable good options for me as well, but I really felt like having just done a ton of painting in my life, um, you know, where I could really assess the quality and, and as well as the the type of customer service and be able to feel like I could beat my competition in that uh, respect. That's kind of what, what really did it for me uh, in terms of make, helping me make my decision to go with 360 painting. Now, um, did you always go in with the mindset of, okay, I'm here to build an empire. I'm not just here to build one painting, um, you know, location here in Kennesaw. Correct. Yeah. I've always had that mindset (laughs) that I want to scale and, and and like you said, build, build an empire and and quickly get to a million dollar business and and keep going from there and, and, uh, purchase other territories, purchase other businesses. So this is, this is sort of my first, uh, foray into it. It's been going really well so far and excited to, to, like I said, build an empire. So now, um, when you kind of first said, okay, now I've narrowed it down to franchising. Now I've narrowed it down to the 360 painting. So now I'm really going to, I'm really considering doing this. Did, were you, was it the only kind of choice left or had you kind of, did you have a couple you were considering and then eventually just obviously went with 360? Yeah, no, there, there were a number I was considering. Uh, I've kept narrowing it down little by little. I was working with a franchise consultant really for several months, um, at least I think four months by the time I finally, uh, well, probably three months, three and a half months or so. And then I whittled it down to just 360, but there were, there were, you know, it was a 10 at first and then it was five. And then it was, then it was really between three, um, and really 360. I, I did the discovery days at each of those. I, I, you know, really dove in and, and it really made the most sense for me to do 360 from a number of different perspectives. Um, just feel like my ability to, to become profitable, make a difference in the community, uh, really, you know, sell my business and, and, and establish my reputation early on, I felt like 360 was, was the one that was going to be the best fit for me. And I, you know, having done that for a few months, I, I feel even stronger about that. So now when you were going through the narrowing down process, what were some of the things that after you kind of, as you're doing that process, you're obviously educating yourself of what's out there and how people present themselves and, and things probably started going, okay, this is a red flag or this is a must have, can you share a little bit about what are some of the red flags for you and what are some of the uh, must haves? Well, for me, the red flags were if it takes a while to be profitable. If I looked at, uh, you know, if I'm looking at KPIs, I'm looking at some of the, the, the documents and from, from some of the franchisees and looking how long it takes for them to become profitable. Really. It was one thing to, to, to create a great revenue stream, revenue stream for 360 and ultimately for premium service brands. But I wanted to kind of be like, okay, how soon can I be profitable? What are my margins? So I wanted to see, you know, what, what is, what is my ability to become uh, profitable? Uh, that was one, I think to just the level of support, you know, hearing from other franchisees, but I didn't get a sense that they were receiving outstanding support from the parent company or from the franchise uh, and that they were kind of there every step of the way to kind of get them moving with the right help marketing uh, production, just the, the administrative staff providing financial, uh, uh, you know, help, not in terms of like necessarily financial assistance with loans, but with, uh, with regards to uh, bookkeeping and just some, some basic business principles that'll help the franchisee become successful. So I really sensed that that was, uh, I, I, there were some red flags there when I was looking at some of the other, other uh, businesses and talking to some of the franchisees and just felt like, Oh, I, you know, that's there. I can tell they're frustrated. <laughs> I can tell they've, you know, they're inundated and they're not necessarily getting the support they need from, from, you know, the parent company or the franchise. So 
Uh, I think too, just, you know, just the amount of debt some people are taking on. I think also just the level of, uh, you know, kind of feeling weighed down when they initially go into this franchise. I did obviously with 360, it's one where it's, it's, it's a painting business. So it's, there, there's not a, by, you know, in comparison, there's not a ton that goes into it in terms of the franchise fee. I mean, there, it's, it's less than most. There's, there's not as many barriers to entry. Um, so really for me, the red flags were uh, things that would, I felt like were going to preclude me from becoming profitable quickly um, as well as just not providing me the level of support in terms of uh, both marketing, uh, bookkeeping, any kind of level of support that I needed to, to, to be successful. Now, did something happen where you were like, okay, uh, I get this. This makes perfect sense. This is the one for me. Like, did, was there something that was like an epiphany moment for you that you were like, okay, I'm in the right place. These are my people. I don't know if there was necessarily one. I think it was just talking to the franchisees one, one-on-one and even going out and, and, uh, you know, having I had lunch with, with a couple of them and just really getting a sense of their day-to-day activities. I mean, like, okay, can I, can I do this? Is this something that do you have to really just sort of just get lucky? Do you have to just sort of be just the exact right personality? Is there something super unique to, to a successful franchisee or is it something that, that I feel like not only I, but a lot of people can do just by, you know, putting in a, hard, a lot of hard work and, and following the system. And so I think after probably talking to my third franchisee and, and this was, this was, in the midst of uh, going to the discovery days too, and, and getting to know the team up there in Charlottesville, Virginia, that would be supporting me. And so I think all those kind of combined, um, I, I guess really <laughs> once I took my wife up to discovery days and also had her meet with a couple of the franchisees, once she was on board, because she's a little harder to convince a uh, more conservative, uh, you know, in terms of not wanting to take chances. She was really, once she was, um, kind of convinced like, yeah, this is, this is going to be a good deal for you. That's, I guess that even though I was convinced that was, that really is what I guess was the, uh, the biggest aha or decision maker for me is like, okay, if she's, she's really excited about it and she's into it, then, then this is a, this is a no brainer. We got to do it. So now you go through the process, you sign on the dotted line and then you're off and running. Um, so you went live at what at the early this year, right? At, uh, yeah. yeah mid, mid February. Correct. So now, okay, it's day one or day zero. What are you doing to ensure a successful launch? And what are they doing for you to ensure a successful launch? So I have weekly uh, uh, calls with my coach. We have a coach there that really looks at all of our our KPIs. They're looking at all of our, our performance indicators, our metrics. You know, how many estimates are we doing each week? How many leads are we getting each week? Uh, how many, uh, you know, how many jobs are we getting each week? What's our average job size? What are the COGS, the, the cost of goods sold? What, what, um, you know, what kind of customer feedback are you getting? So they, we have a number of different systems. One of them is, is uh, listen 360 and we get feedback from every person we do a painting job for, and they provide detailed feedback uh, on what kind of job we're doing. Uh, so it, also too, I have a, a call periodically with my, with our marketing director to kind of go over, uh, just the cost per lead, the cost per estimate, the cost per job, how much I'm spending versus how much I'm getting back in it. So there's a lot of support and they have a number of different programs. Right now I'm using uh, Scorpion for my website and Google marketing. I'm, I'm using a bunch of different lead aggregators, a, a company called Ularity. I'm also using a company called Prolio to really just do a lot of uh, social media ads for me um, to get the word out. I've also joined a, a, a BNI network Um also, I've, I've been in with the Kennesaw Business Association, been out there to get my name and our business uh, 
profile out, uh, doing some events there. Uh, so really a lot is, I mean, I've spent probably even more than the, 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 uh, recommended amount of marketing. Um, we are asked to spend a certain amount in the first three months. I've gone even above and beyond that, uh, just to really kind of push hard at first to get, to get our, uh, to get our name out, uh, what we do, our, uh, our reputation. And then we start, we have a referral program too, that we, we use with the, the customers. And so, uh, we certainly use that extensively, but the, it starts with the coaching call that we get each week and really going over all everything that's working for us, you know, how much money is being allotted to it and to make sure we're on, on target, not only to, to generate revenue and generate sales, but more importantly, to make sure we're profitable and we're not just, <laughs> we're not just earning money, but but going bankrupt in the process by, by doing some foolish things. Now you mentioned that um, kind of that level of support was important to you and that level of, um, you know, kind of watching your back as you progress. Right. Are you, it sounds like the coaching is helpful uh, as an accountability partner. Are there, are they giving you kind of levers that you can consistently pull that are going to bubble up the, leads you need in order to make the sales you need? Like, do you have, do you feel confident that if I do these three things every day, then success eventually it, it has to happen? Well, they are. And I've already, I've already seen that. I've been, I've, you know, I feel like I've been pretty successful. We're starting up in this area brand new. Uh, we've done quite well. Uh, obviously we, we want to keep pushing, but, uh, the, as far as the levers go, yes, they, that's one thing we talk about extensively during our coaching calls um, just putting a certain amount of money into at least initially certain lead aggregators, uh, which, and then we, we, we always kind of monitor well, which lead aggregators are working because not all lead aggregators work the same in, in each area. I talked to some of my 360 colleagues in Texas. I use a little bit more of one. They use a little bit more of other because they haven't had as much success with one I've had success with. So it, it, that is a little bit region specific. Um, and then also varying success with related to some of the business networking groups that you, you associate with. Um, so we, we do kind of look at that and, and we have reports that we, we kind of dive into extensively to, to see what, uh, you know, how many jobs have come from certain, uh, marketing campaigns, you know, what's our, is it, so it really, I'm kind of looking at what's the cost per lead and what is the cost per estimate. And then is that making sense to, to keep using? And so I've found in just the first, uh, few months that I've done this, I don't even know if I've quite been, well, I, I guess I've just barely passed my three month mark, uh, that when I have even already, you know, I, I get that we're going to, I'm going to see much more of this going forward, but when I have done certain things and put more money into certain uh, programs uh, that I'm seeing more, you know, more jobs come from it. I think I'll see more uh, results from like a direct mail campaign. I haven't seen the results from that specifically yet, but I'm starting to put more money into that. And um, I'm already getting a, a lot of leads and a lot of estimates from that, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what the average job size from those, uh, from that campaign, from the direct mail, uh, what that results in and, and we'll, we'll kind of have to see, but, uh, but so far as I've done certain things with Google, as well as with, um, with, uh, some of my social media campaigns, as well as the lead aggregators I've seen, I've already seen, okay, this, I pull this lever. This is what I'm, I'm getting from it. And so it's been kind of fun to, to be able to, to test out certain things and see what works and what, what doesn't. Now, um, as you um, kind of progress in the business, is it primarily a B2C play? Is it like you're doing residential homes or is it a B2B play as well where you're going into businesses and, and doing work there? 
it is a B2B play. I've done a little bit of that, but it's mostly for to start out. Uh, and this is kind of the advice from my coach, as well as some of the others there, uh, at 360 up in Charlottesville is to start out mainly with, with residential and with, uh, just the customer. So I've been, been primarily targeting and marketing to, uh, you know, new homeowners or people moving, uh, you know, as they're obviously they're going to, but I have been working a lot too with, uh, with real estate agents, uh, some interior designers, uh, some people that are more in other home services and construction people just to get more, uh, get, get my foot in the door. And that's, and that's work. We've received a few jobs from, from some real estate agents and, uh, and so I'm, I'm going to start pushing that more and more as I get uh, a little more seasoned and a little, I guess, a little better at this, but uh, it's been kind of fun to, to, to tap into the commercial market just a little bit. Now, when you're starting a venture like this or any kind of venture really is getting those first, uh, wins, uh, how was that to your family, to your team? Like when, when you first got that first estimate or the first person that's, <laughs> you know, was a sale, or the first person that referred you to another sale. Like, um, how has that been in terms of in your career, you've had wins. How has that feeling differed from maybe some of the previous things you've experienced? So much more. I just, I've just enjoyed it so much more. I mean, there, I, there were so many things I did in, in, in my previous work experience. I really, there were, you know, it was nice to receive some accolades or some recognition based on, you know, getting a cost out for your company or, or certain things that were, you know, that were certainly satisfying, but, but when you're building this on your own and you actually see the profits and you see the checks, <laughs> you see that, Oh, I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm building up my business bank account. It was just so satisfying. I told my dad the other day, I'm like, I don't, I just kind of, you know, left my other job, but I, I don't know how I can ever go back to doing something like this. This is so much more enjoyable. It's so much more kind of thrilling when you're able to, to, you know, make the sale, uh, it really what, what does it for me is when you really create that customer satisfaction, they, they really feel like, wow, you, you know, you said you, you have integrity. You said you did what you said you were going to do. You were really professional and they, you get that referral, that recommendation to others. And they, they're really satisfied with your performance. I think that's the, that's the biggest intrinsic reward or, or sense intrinsic value for me as, as a business owner is just to know that, Hey, we're, you know, we're on the right track. We're doing the right thing. And this is, you know, we can, we can go places with this. Now we've got the team in place. We've got the crews, we've got the painters. We, you know, we're, we're living up to the 360 values, 360 painting values. And, uh, and, you know, everybody always needs something painted. There's always painting that needs to be done. So uh, we really want them to kind of look to us and know that if they, if they go with us, they're, they're going to be satisfied and we're going to make sure we're, we're not going to stop until they are satisfied with, with uh, the work we do. And it's that uh, feeling of this is something I created, you know, this wasn't here before and now it is. And now these people are happy customers and they benefited from my efforts. And it's, you're not a cog in the machine. You're the machine. Exactly right. And I think I I meant to say this before, but now it's kind of limitless. We can keep going. Whereas, you know, when I was at my former job, it was, it was sort of just, Hey, good job. Pat on the back. Or here's a, you know, some minor monetary reward, but there was nothing really, you know, I was like, I was in some big organizations. So there was a, it was really kind of hard to, to, to move up, you know, uh, upward as, as fast as you wanted to. So here it's nice because it's limitless. Now we can keep building this, building this and, uh, and the, the, you know, the extrinsic, the, the, the money is going to keep growing as well as the, uh, the business, the, the sense of uh, being involved in the community and getting our word out. And it's just limitless. And, and that's, that's kind of the, what I like is there's just so much potential and, and it's not like, hey, good job, you, you know, here's your 
limited bonus check or here's your, here's your here's your plaque or whatever it is it's it's we can really grow this and, and make you know make a lot more money and then establish a greater and greater reputation now what about from the hiring standpoint it's a tough hiring market now are you is that a challenge for you it, it is yes it is and so it's that's been where i have uh i'm going to keep pushing because is as, as i keep recruiting crews and, and recruiting people um it's, it's, I want to make sure the quality is always top notch. And there have been a time where I've had to kind of move on from different crews because the quality wasn't exactly where I, I needed it to be. Um, and so I'm, I'm growing fast enough now where I'm going to be needing some uh, production managers. So I'm actually interviewing the process of interviewing some people as well as some administrative people. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm very much understanding. I mean, I understood before trying to find the right crews the right painters to actually go in and, and do the jobs but i'm finding out now how hard it is to to get some some quality production managers i've got a few who i'm looking at that i, I think uh you know i want to keep progressing with but but it it is tight out there that's that's certainly that's certainly the biggest challenge and for, for me right now and i've noticed and i knew it would be i mean i remember going into this my wife and i talked about it and said yeah this is this is where we're going to really have to to, to be smart and to work hard and to persist because there's great workers out there. There are people who are going to really make a lot of, uh, uh, be a great asset to my business. That's just up to me to, to make sure I do the due diligence and, and the work to find these people. And so I've been doing that for the last few weeks and, and really narrowed it down. But, uh, but I could already sense that some of the people I was interviewing and, you know, I was, I was a little uncertain with the reliability issues as well as um, just how committed they would be to, to, to my, to, to our business. Yeah. It's, it's going full circle, right? When you were going to those other potential franchisees at the beginning, you were vetting right. them and right. that's, <laughs> and now yeah. it's here we go again. That, it, right. It's a never ending process. You know, that activity right. is forever. Right. That's right. Especially if you want to be, you know, that high quality provider, you know, you're not right. trying to yeah. do any job for any money you're you're trying to do good work every time so it takes a exactly special right. person that's, to that's, deliver yep correct and that's where we feel to feel some pressure is to make sure we have people that are always going to deliver uh for us and and, and kind of what we promise and what, what our reputation is we want to make sure that every single person that's associated with this this business with my business has that vision and will you know some customers are always going to be you know a little harder to satisfy than others but we're that's our goal we're always going to still make sure we satisfy them uh with the high you know the highest quality work possible and uh and want to make sure whoever we have on board is is committed to that well congratulations on all the success if somebody wants to learn more uh what is the website uh yeah it's just 360 com. uh it, anyway they they can find me. My name is Spencer Packer. Uh, we're we're kind of everywhere over on, on the internet now. But yeah, just 360 painting. I saw John's like 360painting.com forward slash uh, Kennesaw. Yeah, I'm sure if they get to 360painting.com, that, right yeah, they'll, they'll be able to find you. Find Correct. Well, thank you again for sharing your story. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Hey, thank you so much. Sure appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.